What's up? I'm Jackie. What's up? I'm Darcy. And together we have an incredible opportunity for you. So listen up. I am a messaging expert and business strategist showing you how to turn your content and your business structure into consistent cash online. And I'm a visibility and lead generation expert helping you build an audience of ready to buy clients. And here's the thing. I can give you all of the business strategy and all of the messaging and all of the content strategy in the world. But if your brand is not visible, you are not going to make sales. On the other hand, you could be so visible, have a hundred thousand followers and be seen by everyone. But if your messaging is not on point and you don't understand how to convert your audience into buyers, you're not going to make any money. You need both. And that is why we are bringing you something amazing, something that's both in-person and aligned, and that is the power era. This is a five-month mastermind that's going to show you how to amplify your voice, be visible, get tons of leads, and make some money. So if you are ready to transform your business in 2024, scroll on down and let this be your power era. Welcome to the Pink Business Club. I am your host, Jackie Dragon. I have spent the last 13 years working as a coach in leadership roles, growing businesses for other companies as well as myself. From the age of 12, I knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur using my voice to empower others to go bigger in life. I have a ton of juicy energy and I am obsessed with watching you claim your full potential. The Pink Business Club is a space for female entrepreneurs that are committed to growing their business no matter what. If you are here, you are an action taker. You are after a life of wealth, freedom, and connection. On this podcast, we are going to dive deep into business growth strategies, earning consistent cash, and the actions to take and the mindset that is required to stay the course. Right now, take a deep breath, roll up your sleeves, and let's grow your business. Okay, on this episode of the Pink Business Club, I have with me my friend Beth, who is the founder of State of Being. Beth, say hi. Hi. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for this. (laughs) Me too. We're actually hanging out in real life. So when you guys watch this back, we are here in her studio, in her candle shop in Philadelphia and recording this podcast live. So I am so excited. We met in the Philadelphia um, circuit of entrepreneurs. How many years ago? I think two, two, three. I don't Um, know. It feels longer. I think it was only two years ago. It was like right after the pandemic and we met in an event and we hit it off. And now here we are two years later with like businesses that we barely had at that time. Oh my gosh. I like the fact that like I showed up to that event two years ago with like, Hey, here's my business. And now I'm like looking at it now. I'm like, wait, was that a business? (laughs) Was that a hobby? I'm not sure. Was that an expense? It was definitely an expense. (laughs) It was an expense in the beginning. That's the lesson that you, all you needed to hear for this lesson today. We can, (laughs) we can end now. So, you know, that every entrepreneur goes through it in the beginning with putting out the money and not like the full certainty that it's going to come back. But um, on a more, I don't want to say serious note, but Beth, will you tell everybody a little bit about your brand state of being your company? Yeah, happy to. I love telling people about it. Um, So state of being is an affirmation candle company. And basically what we're doing is we're leveraging the power that scent recall has for our brains to infuse more positive thoughts throughout our day. So 
I'm sure many of us that are listening to this recording, um, I'm ourselves included, we've have sense that remind us of things. That is an automatic function that happens in our brain. And unfortunately, it's not something that we take advantage of or that we plan on. It's something that usually just happens from childhood. Like, oh, that smell reminds me of mowing the grass with my dad or my grandma or something like that. Um, but what we're doing with the candles, um, by saying the affirmation that's on the candle over and over again, you're gaining repetition. And through that repetition, that makes a memory. And surprisingly enough, it takes less than about a week to make that memory. So then anytime after that, that you smell your candle, your brain is going to fire and remind you that you are the word and the affirmation that you've um, been repeating every time you light your candle. Yes. I love the idea for this brand so much. And if you guys are watching, you can see how absolutely gorgeous her store is here in Philadelphia, right off of um, Rittenhouse Square. So Beth, can you tell us a little bit, like how, where did you get the idea for this? Like, how did this whole thing start? Um, so it was during the pandemic. Um, I was already on the entrepreneurial train. I wanted to have a, a personal development, like motivational event. Like I was already kind of in that space. So it didn't come absolutely out of nowhere. However, this was never the plan. Um, and it was during the pandemic, I was saying affirmations in the morning or trying to say affirmations in the morning. And I just kept forgetting them. And, um, I am so the, I'm so embarrassed to say this, but basically like, as I was forgetting, I'm sitting on a zoom call with, um, you know, with my colleagues at the time and I'm lighting my candle. And as I look down at my candle, I look down and I literally say, Can, am I allowed to swear? Yeah, we have okay. explicit. <laughs> um, I was like, I literally, I looked down at my candle and I said, son of a bitch, I forgot my affirmations again. And in that moment, I was like, wait, if my affirmation was right there on that candle, I would never forget it. I enjoy lighting this candle. It changes the whole mood of my space. Let me go out and let me go buy one. Um, and in that time in summer of 2020, uh, affirmation candles did not exist, or at least in the way that I wanted them. I just wanted a cute candle to put in my dining room table. Um, and that there was nothing that I could find. Um, and a little preview to this, I had read a book, um, called big magic. And in that book, the only thing I remember is the concept that she shares that if you have an idea that doesn't exist in the world, it's your job to bring it to the world, basically. And if you don't bring it to the world, that's fine. But someone else will mm. because the world needs it. And this was like haunting me as I like had this idea. Mm. I like sat with it for a few weeks. The idea never went away. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is my thing. I have to bring this to the world. Um, and basically that was it. From then, the more research that I did that I already shared with you guys, the power of scent recall. And like every time I went and looked into more details about this candle and about this idea, yeah. things just kept falling into place. And I was like, this is, this is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. That is so cool. You're like making me think right now. Cause I have like a big idea that I haven't brought out to the world. <laughs> I'm like, she just called me out. She didn't even know it. And I just got totally called out on my own podcast, but that's awesome. So what I love about your story, like I've had the pleasure of watching the evolution of like what you've brought to life over the last few years. So tell us like when you started this, you had a full-time job, right? Yes. Yeah. I, um, full-time was at the time I was in sales for commercial office furniture. I have an architecture degree. I've worked in interior design for a while. Um, and I was in sales in that 
Now, I will also tell you that while I was doing that, I was a group fitness instructor on this. Like I had this wellness focus of a part-time job since I graduated college. Mm -hmm. And so it's like my own life was kind of telling me that this story of wellness and it just kept evolving because back when I went to college, I didn't know that I was into this stuff. Mm -hmm. I wasn't. Yeah, I was just following the Mm -hmm. path that seemed like the most right one at the time, which was architecture and interior design and creativity that way. Um, And, you know, just always nurturing this, you know, Mm -hmm. I was an athlete in college or in high school and Mm -hmm. then kind of in college and, you know, like just serving that wellness piece. And now it became my full-time focus. Will you tell us the story of how you shifted from having your like full-time corporate job into this being what you do now. Like this is your life. This is what you're bringing into the world. It's incredible. And so many people have this dream of no more corporate job, no more nine to five, whatever it is. Like I want to be in my brand and in my business full time. But what I see is a lot of people struggling to take the leap or like the fear or like, what if this doesn't work out? So like, how did that play out for you? Um, so let me start by, before I say how it plays out, let me start by saying mm-hmm. I am a big prayer and manifestation girly mm-hmm. here. You don't have an affirmation candle business without having um, <laughs> that kind of background. So mm-hmm. let me just say that mm-hmm. now I will tell you that back when I was even in the corporate sector, before I even mm-hmm. got to this entrepreneurial status, uh, my biggest advice for people was stop trying to find a job you want mm-hmm. and find the life you want. Mm. So think about what you want to do in your day and allow the right job to find you. And the way that I like the metaphor that I use is like, instead of trying to find a needle in a haystack, remove every single piece of hay mm-hmm. and the needle will be there at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And so I knew that I wanted to talk with people on a daily basis. I knew I wanted to have flexibility. I knew there were things that I knew Mm -hmm. that I wanted in my life. Mm -hmm. And my last job that I had was so freaking close to that. Mm -hmm. And basically like that last job that I had was the thing that gave me the clarity to know that I didn't want that job, Mm -hmm. that I wanted to live out my full purpose. Like Mm -hmm. my last job was so, 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 so good. Mm -hmm. Like it was like so close. (laughs) Like it was almost everything Mm -hmm. I wanted except. And so when I got to that point, then Mm -hmm. I was like, Oh, now I want this. And now Mm -hmm. I want more. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what got me to it. And so from having that last job, one thing that happened was I got laid off. So Mm -hmm. I didn't choose to leave Mm -hmm. quote unquote, I didn't choose, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but Mm -hmm. when I tell you that I chose that I wanted a, to do this full time, that was a choice. And I pursued that. And I like had meditations where I was running my own business daily, not because I ever wanted to leave my job, Mm -hmm. but because I knew that this was my purpose Mm -hmm. and this is where I was supposed to be. So I dreamt about this Mm -hmm. every single day for who knows how long, I can't even tell you how long. And so I didn't ask to be laid off. I was given that opportunity. And Mm -hmm. frankly, I wasn't even given, I was given the choice. I could have Mm -hmm. gotten transferred Mm -hmm. or I could have gotten laid off. So it was even Mm -hmm. like a lighter ego blow. Like I didn't just get laid off. Mm -hmm. They wanted me, Mm -hmm. but I chose Mm -hmm. to leave. And it was like the little, you know, the severance package was the little pillow that I was like, okay, I can actually do this now. Mm -hmm. So That's amazing. So we have like such a similar story in the fact that I lost my full-time job because of the pandemic Mm -hmm. after years of the same thing, dreaming of running my own brand, being my own boss, having my own business. And 
the job was really good. So it was really hard for me to leave. So I feel like the world just shifted me into the direction personally that I was supposed to go in. And it gave me the opportunity to build all of this. So I feel for people too. I, I have to say, cause I was going to say, I feel for people when it's like making that choice to leave is so hard. Yes. We both had an opportunity presented to us, but I will say along the line, the way I was presented like two other pretty cool jobs that I turned down. So at some point, mm-hmm. no matter what, you're going to have to make the choice, whether it's the initial choice mm-hmm. or the choice to keep going, like you are going to have to make the choice. So what I also love is that your product-based business, like we don't have, I haven't had a lot of product-based businesses on the podcast. Can you tell me like, all right, so here you are, you have this incredible brand, you left your job, it's going well. I mean, the spaces, let me just show you guys, because I will put this on, like the space is absolutely gorgeous, right? Like the whole thing. So the whole thing is absolutely beautiful. So tell us like building a product-based business, like what is that even like? Like you have to put some skin in the game, some money up front. Like how, what, tell me, what did you do first? (laughs) Oh my God. I have no idea what I did first. I'll tell you that. I know (laughs) I started with small orders is what I did first. Um, but honestly it is something that I like, and now that I'm in a product-based business, now I'm dreaming of having an education-based business of something where I don't have to front a lot of money Mm -hmm. to be able to then serve, you know, a ton of people. Um, whereas now like that is a big investment. And frankly, I, it is a big step of faith every Mm -hmm. single time Mm -hmm. because you have to now purchase. And it's like, when I first created this company, I ordered 24 candles of the five candles that Mm -hmm. I had Mm -hmm. and I was freaking out. Mm -hmm. Now I pull in boxes of 24 candles. Like, and I don't even think about, I fill my trunk with them and Mm -hmm. I don't even think about it because we're just at that scale Mm -hmm. at this point. And I know that eventually I'll be at a scale where I'm not the one that's pulling in the boxes mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. somebody else is doing that. Um, but it's, it's a growth. And every time, literally every single time I place an order for new product, it is a growth step for mm-hmm. me because I'm like, Ooh, I don't know if we're going to sell all these. Mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. how long we're going to be, we're going to hold on to these. Um, and so every single time it's a step of faith Mm -hmm. and like, and I think that that is, it's a tangible step Mm -hmm. of faith and it's the inspired action Mm -hmm. that's required to move forward in a business. Mm -hmm. Whereas I think from a coaching perspective, you're at, Oh, this is my idea. Mm -hmm. This is my baby. This is scary. Mm -hmm. Do I put this evolution out there? So for me, an evolution, a lot of times is just getting bigger. Yeah. You know, like ordering mm-hmm. more, mm-hmm. but like, we've got a solid product line here. Mm-hmm. You do. And so now like the risk isn't, Oh, if I come out with another one, are they going to like it? It's, Oh no, I need to buy more. Yeah. And that is my expansion mm-hmm. versus like, you know, the, um, the vulnerability of like, Oh, mm-hmm. are they going to like this new idea I'm coming up with? Yeah. That, that makes a lot of thing. sense. That makes so much sense. What would you say, like, I don't like the word sacrifice, but I think that we're kind of like bullshitting ourselves if we say we don't have to sacrifice anything to run the business. Because Mm -hmm. I know for me, I personally have put over $100,000 at this point back into my business. I could have bought a home. (laughs) That's sacrifice. I could have bought my vacation home. That's like legit sacrifice, right? But like, it's not because it's for the like greater good and the bigger vision and the bigger purpose. But Mm -hmm. for you, like, what are some things like you... 
I just want business owners to know that it's so worth it, but it's not going to be handed to you. So mm -hmm. what are some things you've maybe had to like put on hold or do this first in your life? Like what, it, how did you prioritize this? What does that look like? Mm -hmm. Um, so I will say that, uh, my own, sadly, my own health and wellness, mm -hmm. like the things like when you're in the wellness space mm -hmm. for as long as I have been, you the yep. same, like, yep. you know what you should be doing. Yep. You know who you should be working with. Like, yep. I know all of these things, but there's just times where I'm like, you know what? Like, I, I literally cannot afford that right now mm -hmm. because I need to put money into my business. Yep. There's like, I took out loans because mm -hmm. I needed to that money to put back into my business. Mm -hmm. There are like, my friends know, like Beth is at the store till seven or eight. So yeah. like, she can't join happy hour anymore. She can go to dinner afterwards, mm -hmm. or like, I have to find someone to cover for me kind of thing. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, the, just those kinds of things mm -hmm. are different. And now like I was in a corporate, I'm going to quote unquote nine to five. I'm going to say I was in a corporate Monday through Friday job. Yeah. Now my store is open Friday nights until seven or 8 PM mm -hmm. Saturdays all day. So if I want to go back to the life and my friends and that kind mm -hmm. of thing, I need to find someone to cover the store mm -hmm. or I need to sacrifice and say, no, sorry guys, mm -hmm. I have to be at my store today. Mm -hmm. So I would say like, your business become like my biggest sacrifice is the fact that like my business right now is my significant other. <laughs> um, I don't have a significant other right now. Um, but I would say that like my business has become that like, yeah. and I'm not saying your business has to be, you know, yeah. your complete focus, like a significant other. I'm just saying like right now, like I'm married to this business yeah. because it's now also my livelihood and mm -hmm. it's different. Like I was in network marketing. I like had like where mm -hmm. that wasn't my livelihood. I had a full-time job and starting this, like you have to make decisions differently yep. when this business is your livelihood mm -hmm. versus something you're doing on the side. Mm -hmm. And I think that that little mental edge is the thing that really helps people explode, or at least it kind of helped mm -hmm. me um, in that direction. Yeah. Yeah. It helped me too. And I think it's, it's a scary thing. I coach so many business owners and they're like, I want to go all in on my business and I never want to be the one to tell them to like quit what is like paying for their <laughs> yeah, life. And yeah, also yeah. I want to be like, quit because you need yeah. the time, the space, the energy, like all speed ahead, all forces. So it's like, there has to be that point where you get to the edge of it's time to make that decision, but you are going to have to put work in before. I mean, we both ran our businesses with full-time jobs before we were where we are today. Mm -hmm. Um, anyone with like product-based business aspirations, what are some tips you have for somebody starting mm -hmm. a product-based business of their own? Yeah. Um, I would say to definitely start small and to ask other people for their opinions. Mm. So like, it's super scary. And honestly, Sarah Blakely talks about this on one of her like reels or something like to keep your business to yourself yeah. for a long time, because you'll have haters, you'll have people that are like, Oh, but really like, do you, you know what I mean? Just mm -hmm. people that are going to kind of like crush your dream and maybe crush your momentum. Mm -hmm. Um, and I agree with that completely. We all know people that are in our circle. Like you, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like come to your business coach, tell them your idea, that mm -hmm. kind of thing. But with a product-based business, there is a little bit of a difference. Like yeah. you have to ask people like, mm -hmm. will this serve you? Do you need this? Mm -hmm. What do you think of this? Mm -hmm. And honestly, as um, someone that I felt like that was something being open to feedback, I had, that was an improvement factor for Beth Gettio. <laughs> yeah. I needed to get better at receiving feedback on something. Um, and it's not just like, oh, this is a good idea. This yeah. is what I think. Yeah. Um, this is what I think people need. Mm -hmm. And versus like asking them, hey, what do you think? Would you actually buy this? Mm -hmm. And honestly, that's how I started. So like, 
I probably went a little bit too gung ho in like mm-hmm. my website and everything else before it was like an idea. Like I'm not a tester. I'm not a maker. I'm not those things. Like yeah. I had an idea and this was my purpose. So I went with it, but in hindsight, ordering 24 of each one mm-hmm. was a great test. Like yeah. I was sold out in three weeks. And then I was like, Oh, this is cool. This is a thing. People mm-hmm. are going to buy this then go ahead yeah versus like thank god I didn't try to open up a store and people you know what I mean like I have refined my brand mm-hmm. like in little bits and pieces mm-hmm. but every single time it was the best that I had at that mm-hmm. point mm-hmm. but now when I look back three years later it's like oh my gosh I can't believe that people even bought that when I first started like thank god I only ordered 24 of each one <laughs> that's amazing yeah because the product has evolved so much and it's so like the packaging and everything even it's like so gorgeous now um, okay. So what is next for state of being? What's, what's the vision here? Yeah. So, um, I always talk about state of being as an umbrella. Um, and basically the, there are different spines of the overall wellness mm-hmm. umbrella. Mm-hmm. So right now, affirmation candles are one spine of that umbrella, mm-hmm. but the educational content, the things like helping people and having the store allowed me to realize this people need help creating their own affirmations. Mm -hmm. People need help understanding like how they can work this into their daily life. Mm -hmm. And granted the candle is a great start, Mm -hmm. but also like, how can I really change my neuro-linguistic programming from negative thoughts into more positive ones Mm -hmm. and really start to provide what I want to do Mm -hmm. is really serve people in that way of really helping them through that transfer and that Mm -hmm. process so that it's not just a, yeah, here's your candle. You're going to go home with it and it's good, Mm -hmm. but like, okay, let's also like really help you dive into some of your mental blocks Mm -hmm. and some of the things that we can help you move forward with. I love that. That's awesome. I can't wait to see where this all goes and what happens next. So will you tell everybody like where they can find your brand? I want you guys all to buy candles. They're amazing. You can't go wrong. I wish you could sit in here with us right now and smell it. It smells so good, but like literally I've tried so many of them and they're all fantastic. Thank you. Um, so yeah, so we now have a store on South street in Philadelphia. We're on South between 15th and 16th. You can come here, you can make your own affirmation candles. Um, some of the oils, um, behind Jackie on the wall are what we use to do that. Um, and we'll teach you, I will teach you how to make your own affirmation, how to put that with your candle aligning scent with it. Um, so that's something you can do now. If you are local to Philadelphia, if you are not, we've got a line of 11 different candles that are use aromatherapy with the scents to actually help you feel more like the word on the label. Um, and you can find that on our website at stateofbeingco.com. Amazing. I will make sure that all of that is in the show notes so that you guys can go ahead, go down and order your candle and any final words that you want to leave everyone with. Um, yeah, um, is not the final word, but Uh, so yeah, I would say that, uh, as a recovering perfectionist, I was always afraid to mess up Mm -hmm. and the amount of times where I have done things that I've quote unquote messed up, Mm -hmm. whether or not it was my livelihood or not, like, you know, back when it was part-time, like this is, has become so much a part of the process and messing up has become so much a part of my daily life that like the ego has now been checked out at Mm -hmm. the door. Mm -hmm. And so like, I know you're proud of your business. I know you're proud of what you're offering and you should be, but also messing up is so much a part of this process. And it's one of those things of like, Mm -hmm. I hate to say it, but like, you just got to get over yourself (laughs) Mm -hmm. and, and just be okay with it. And I feel like 
I'm saying it again, cause I've heard it so many times mm-hmm. on my own journey and it took a very long time for it to sink in. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying it again now. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It is not a linear journey. Oh God. At all. Not at all. Not at all. Thank you so much for joining us today. And yeah, I can't wait for everyone to experience your candles. Thank you so much for tuning into the Pink Business Club. If you found value in today's episode, it would mean so much if you would go head to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. This will allow all of this information and knowledge to be shared with other women all across the world building their business. Go out there, spread the love, and we'll see you on the next episode.